Hello, I'm Mike Gurley, author of the Sensitive Slut Substack and podcast. I'm a retired WeHo gay, exploring the correlation between sex and meaning, probing the opportunities our sexual playgrounds give us for contentment, community, and family. You'll find me at mikegurley.substack.com. That's M-I-K-E-G-E-R-L-E.substack.com. Today's reading is a sex ed installment. Warning, this post is intensely erotic. If you don't want to hear highly sexualized content, this is not the post for you. It's about how slowing things down and doing an undressing ritual can spice things up. It's called Beyond Sport Fucking, How Playful Undressing Can Lead to Mind-Bending Release. These installments regarding sex advice are now collected in one space under the Sex Ed tab on my Substack homepage. Here we go. Beyond Sport Fucking, Hookup Tip, How Playful Undressing Can Lead to Mind-Bending Release. Moments after the door to my condo closed behind us, the stranger I'd been cruising on the subway locked his mouth on mine. I eagerly accepted. The tension of 30-plus minutes of eyeing each other in the train car, up the escalators, down Sunset Boulevard, to this moment, piqued our primal need to engage. Then he pulled at the bottom of his shirt. I leaned away from kissing his scruffy face and said, Hold on, uh, can I get that for you? And I slowly pulled his shirt up, revealing his bare skin, happy trail, belly button, chest, nipples, finally his masculine shoulders. The inside-out collar of thin cotton material moved up his throat while the bulk of the shirt acted as a temporary blindfold. As the shirt released from his head, I locked onto his eager eyes, the t-shirt hanging relaxed in my hand. Your turn, I said, and take your time. Rather than ignoring all this erotic energy and racing towards orgasm with the intensity of an Olympic sprinter, I've learned to lean into erotic tension and savor its rare pleasures. This is a departure from the avid sport fucker practice I once thought was the height of sexual pleasure and liberation. Sport fucking is all about having sex for its own sake. Keeping a score, even if it's in, only in your own head, of the numbers, varieties, and status of sex partners is what it's all about. Commitment and emotional depth are not part of the practice. An ass-up, no-talking, jackhammer, fuck-and-go is its hallmark protocol. It allows us to protest against the heteronormative standard narrative, which says, all sex outside of monogamy is bad sex. It also satisfied our need to seed and be seeded by as many individuals as possible. Sperm competition, as outlined in the book Sex at Dawn by Christopher Ryan and Claudia Jetta, provides evidence that our genes are programmed to both give and receive as much sperm as possible. The one who gives and receives the most genetic code wins. Sport fucking is still in my sexual repertoire, but is only one musical genre with which to play the music. Sometimes I want a nasty two-minute country tune by Dixon Dallas. No strings attached, I'll arch my back and let you do what I want. Unquote. At other times, I want to hear an hour-long Deep House and Juna Deep edition of, Julie, of Marsh DJ Session. That transports us on a multi-layered sensory, emotional, spiritual journey. 
Each encounter is usually a variation that mixes a bit of each style, depending on my partner's proclivities and how our energies mix. If I'd taken this guy into a stairwell to seal the deal, a long, drawn-out connection wouldn't have been practical. But we were in my place, and I had more than two minutes. Until the moment his shirt came off, and I felt the heat radiating from his torso, my attraction to this guy was entirely visual. It was tied to what he was wearing, especially his gray sweatpants and the shape of the underwear seams framing his butt cheeks as he shifted his weight side to side, only one escalator step ahead of me on the long ride up and out of the deep Sunset Vermont subway station, my heart pounding all the way. I was, re- I was returning home from my workout, where I'd seen lots of Hollywood hotties dressed in their best gym gear, hugging all the right places oh so coyly, never to be touched. Well, not never, but that's another post. This was an opportunity to actually touch, smell, and taste the tantalizing essence that is usually off-limits. Why throw all that on the floor? Both shirtless, we moved to the playroom. It had become clear to me during our makeout session, while my hands massaged the raised underwear seams through his sweats, that he preferred to let me take charge. I didn't let that stop me from dropping to my knees to explore the cause of a raging boner still inside my jeans. As an aside, for a long time, I lived with a made-up rule that tops don't kneel for their partners, that maintaining dominance requires insertive, taking energy only. I was wrong about that, especially the kneeling part. Down on my knees, there is a lot of pleasure to give by actively taking what he generously allowed. Undressing a man slowly, like the beautifully wrapped package that he is, draws that spark of erotic energy up and into every power zone of your body. Without an immediate release, a quick orgasm, the energy expands its way up that space between your balls and your butthole, through your gut, your heart, your throat, your mind, and out into the universe. The vibrational energies of your whole self, the energies that the great yoga sages called chakras, become available mojo for your eventual climax. Dipping my fingers between the cotton waistband of his sweatpants and the form-fitting elastic of his briefs, nuzzling the swollen mound straining the fabric between his sweatpants, looking up to see how this is being received via his eyes, expressing gratitude in mine, inching the sweats down to reveal his previously hidden tight undies, feeling the heat of his constrained junk that had been walking down the street with me, now pressing on my nose and cheeks, smelling the epicenter of his pheromone production, allowing the sweatpants to gather at his feet, fanning anticipation by leaving his underwear on, overtly looking up and down, from his bright brown eyes to his pants that are now a heap around his ankles. Here's a pro tip. To remove his pants with just two sweeping motions, I find the leg opening behind one heel, allow him to shift his weight to the other foot, and then pull on the seam of the leg opening. Most pants will easily slide off one leg at a time. This avoids the struggle of pulling the pants at the waist and having them turn inside out, causing awkward logistics to break the sultry trance. Your turn, I said. Whatever we do next will be charged with intimacy and understanding. 
which clears a path to mind-bending release. While undressing each other, we transmit and receive information about what turns the other guy on, what doesn't, and what's meh. We just need to look, listen, and feel for it. It builds erotic tension. Come denial, as it's called in parts of the fetish community, or semen retention, as it's called in various Eastern spiritual communities, leads to an altered state of consciousness. Senses are heightened, and the mind focuses. Done in a community of men, it fosters heart-centered connections and a willingness to be vulnerable. I first experienced this state with Tantra for Gay Men during a week-long retreat near Joshua Tree Trowel, California, where I went nearly two weeks without ejaculation. The point is that building erotic heat without release creates a heightened mental state. It's a pause worth taking. Invest in that state and you'll have an insanely intense orgasm, a frighteningly powerful full body release. It's a roller coaster ride that's worth the wait. The undressing ritual gives you a tiny glimpse into that euphoria, that connection to everything, to the divine itself. You just need to be emotionally brave enough to speak your truth. Communicate what you want, probably non-verbally. Say and accept no as helpful information so that everyone can lean into their erotic and emotional desires and needs, sometimes called fantasies. The jackhammering may still happen, but if it does, it becomes a well-timed crescendo rather than the entire piece of music. It's a dynamic high point, igniting the root chakra, blasting energy up through the now-energized spiritual centers, including the crown chakra where it's possible to touch divine wisdom, imbuing your cum shot with a melding of primal and sacred certainty. We know joy. We know peace. Strangers we meet on the train leave happy. Again, this is Mike Gurley with the Sensitive Slut podcast and Substack. You can find me at mikegurley.substack.com. That's M-I-K-E-G-E-R-L-E.substack.com. And as usual, thank you so much for listening.